0: Hey everybody, I hope you're having a good morning, day, evening. My name is Ryan Oudreire and I'm a 10th grade student at CIS. Today, I'm hoping that I could have a conversation about the sensitive topic of education in Morocco. I will talk to you guys about how Morocco's poor educational system has affected the people of my beloved country. First of all, you might be asking yourself, what is so wrong about education in Morocco, Ryan? Well, it's a complicated issue. Moroccan schools have a traditional preschool, primary, secondary, and university-level system. The problem is that being a mildly poor country and having most of the population live in rural areas, the schools are not very accessible near, uh, say, mountainous areas. Although major advances advantages have been made over the years by the Ministry of Education, 69,000 children still don't have the privilege, privilege of getting an education and 1.1 million teens and children have not received any primary or secondary education. This has been a problem for a very very long time, considering that 10 million people are still illiterate in Morocco. Now to switch gears and get into our first story, I interviewed my driver about his education and asked him several questions. However, before we get into that, here's a word from our sponsor. The EFA or Education for All is a Moroccan organization that builds schools all over rural areas that can't afford to do it themselves. You can now donate and help improve education in Morocco by going to efamorocco.org and clicking the donate button. That is is efa-morocco.org. Now, you guys should know that Abdullah is not from a major city in Morocco. He's from a small rural area in the south, called Terudent, He has had primary and secondary education, but from what he told me, it was not the best learning environment he could have gotten. Now, since Abdullah does not speak English and did not agree to having his voice recorded, I'll be relaying his answers to you through my own voice. Okay Abdullah, please introduce yourself. Okay, assalamu alaikum everyone. My name is Abdullah E. I am 27 years old and work as a chauffeur for Ryan and his family. Abdullah, how would you describe your education growing up in Teruelan? Um, I would say that it was not very great. Most of my classmates and I fooled around and did not pay attention because our teacher was almost always unmotivated and did not put a lot of effort in making us understand something. Oh, what are some examples of your teacher being unmotivated as you said? Oh, well, I can remember that our Arabic teacher always told us to write on a blank piece of paper while he talked on the phone, on the phone, or even took naps at his desk. Also, he would always punish us if we talked or seemed like we were not working on our assignments. Oh, okay, I understand, Abdullah. So tell me how would your teacher punish you? Well, it is known that in all Moroccan public schools at the time, teachers would take a ruler, a water hose, or even an olive tree stick and they would beat your fingers, toes, or even your bare back. Ow, that seems painful. Now, the last question. What do you think you could have done with your life if you had a better education? Oh, haha. that's a very good question, you know. I mean, I know one thing, and that is that I would be able to take care of my family better. With my father being dead and my brother being disabled, I have to send off half of my paycheck every month so that my mother can take care of my sister and brothers. Whoa, I didn't know that Abdullah. I couldn't thank you enough for sharing this information with me. All right, before we end this segment, I actually asked my dad, who is nearly twice Abdullah's age, about the school punishments in his day. And he told me that they would wrap around uh, a rope Yes, a rope around his feet and legs irritating his skin and preventing him from kicking. Then they would use a hard wooden stick to hit his toes repeatedly. All I have to say about that is that I thank God for being born in the 2000s. Alright for our final segment, I asked my grandfather about how poor education led to Moroccan youth becoming thieves and criminals. My grandpa told me that people used to skip school in Morocco a lot. And before the ministry of education enforced new rules and guidelines to teachers before before all that my grandpa and his friends would always skip school and go play in the streets of fez he also said that teachers knew about this and couldn't care less to get to the point my grandpa told me that skipping school and going on the streets was not a huge issue as kids however when he entered his teenage years He and his friends started getting influenced by beggars and homeless people that gave them drugs in exchange for money or just some company. He said that it was so bad that more than half of his classmates died of drug addiction by their 40s. Luckily, he was never hooked on those dangerous drugs, but could have easily ended up like some of his classmates. Well, today's podcast was a little bit depressing, wasn't it? Alright, to conclude, I feel like Morocco is being considered a third world country because most of our youths do not have the privilege of having a safe and efficient education. Most people have to convert to becoming criminals just to put food in their families' cabinets. Well, I had a really great time with you guys today. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. To this podcast. And don't forget to donate to efamorocco.org if you ever have the chance. Thank you.